Two of the most important recruiting targets for the Miami Hurricanes in the class of 2024 are both visiting this weekend, and Miami has been trending for both. Can the Hurricanes seal the deal? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked on Canes your first listen each and every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college and they'll throw in a free custom Yeti style tumbler with every order. How about that? Another huge recruiting weekend coming up. Official visits at the U. Not nearly as many Visiting is last weekend, but guys, with the handful of players coming to town Friday through Sunday, there's a lot of quality there, specifically from a couple of players that Miami has been trending for and have really prioritized in this class. Let's start with five-star defensive tackle Justin Scott out of Chicago, Illinois, St. Ignatius High School. This is a player we would all love to have in Miami. Six foot five. 310-pound defensive tackle who moves like a defensive end. Heck, sometimes this guy moves like a defensive back. Uh, He's got the speed of someone that's about 100 pounds lighter than 310. Justin Scott has an athletic background playing basketball and soccer before he ever started playing football. He didn't start playing organized football until his sophomore season of high school. He's headed into his senior season, so you only really have – tape on the sophomore and junior years for Justin Scott Uh, he's already good enough to be considered a five-star and polished enough and that tells you how high the ceiling is for this young man because he's only had a couple of seasons in the books playing football and this is someone that from Joe Salavea to Jason Taylor Miami's defensive line coaches he's already good enough to dominate at any school in the country and they believe this is a player they can mold to become one of the most if not the most elite defensive tackles in the country if you go to the player comp that they give to Justin Scott at on three they like to give a player comp for all the five stars uh their player comp for him is Christian Wilkins now South Florida football fans who follow the Dolphins are pretty familiar with how good Christian Wilkins is and of course the Clemson fans know how good he is And Justin Scott, it's noted about him, something that makes him even more valuable is he's versatile enough to play in any scheme in the country. Now, I mentioned with Justin Scott, who is one of the best players in this class, period. He's been trending towards Miami for about the past two months. Coming out of Miami spring game, he made an unofficial that week and took in Miami spring game in person. So the official visit, that Miami gives to Scott this weekend could go a long way towards sealing the deal for a verbal commitment. He did, within the last few weeks, get a crystal ball to Miami, courtesy of the man we call uh, the Grim Reaper, Steve Wiltfong. And, you know, the Fong balls are usually not wrong. So he's been trending strongly towards Miami. But if the Hurricanes are to, let's say, this summer, get a verbal commitment from Justin Scott, which I certainly hope happens, 
Um, that wouldn't stop others, including Notre Dame, for continuing to push for him until National Signing Day. In fact, we had a conversation earlier this week with Brian Smith, our scout and our recruiting expert here on Locked on Canes, and uh, it's it's been told to him that a school like Notre Dame, for example, is going to try to get him to South Bend for an official visit during the football season, even if he commits somewhere else this summer. So even if Scott commits to Miami this summer, that's not going to stop Notre Dame, who hasn't given him an OV just yet for trying to get him up to South Bend. And, you know, it's worth noting that before Scott started to trend heavily towards Miami over the past two months, Notre Dame was considered the leader for Scott. And then Miami made a really strong impression for him during uh, his unofficial visits. And now he's coming down for the official. And I actually, you know, last week uh, there were at least 14 players making official visits, including four of the top 10 players in the country, which is great. But for this week, for this Justin Scott visit, I kind of like it for him and for another player we're about to talk about that it's going to be a little bit more intimate, that there's, you know, maybe about five that we know about right now, maybe six visiting Miami this weekend. So a guy like Scott is going to get, you know, a little bit less of a crowd and a little bit more face time with the coaches that he wants to talk to. So hopefully that can go a long way to sealing the deal for him. And then another top priority player that Miami has been trending for, but there's still a ways to go with this one. Same can be said for Scott, of course, but let's talk about Kevin Riley, the four-star running back out of Tuscaloosa County, Alabama. Now, Alabama, you know, they, they've got other backs locked up. They haven't really made a strong push, at least not yet, for this player in their own backyard. But Miami really likes him. And, guys, I really like him. If you study uh, Kevin Riley, you watch his film, there's really nothing not to like about this player. You know, I put him in the same tier and the same category uh, with Jarek Gibson that, you know, my, Miami obviously likes them both. Miami has prioritized Jarek Gibson from IMG Academy and Kevin Riley, and it just might come down to who blinks first, right? Whoever whoever decides to commit to Miami first might end up being the guy. And I think Miami could really try to make a move for Riley this weekend. Six foot tall, 192 pounds. Uh, he's going to get, obviously, as any high school player when they get to their college is going to put on some of that quality weight. Riley is a complete runner. He's got power between the tackles. He's got the speed and vision to get to the outside as well. And once this guy makes a tackler miss, he's got that second gear to take it to the house. And you're not catching this dude from behind. He's got great balance to play through contact. And we've mentioned this before on the show. I will mention it again. Kevin Riley uh, would be, I think, a perfect compliment to the, hell, to the Hellcat. It's Miami already has Chris Wheatley Humphrey uh, from South Broward committed. Now, with Chris... I know we think about him as being more of a speedster and a burner, which is true, but Hellcat will tell you he likes running between the tackles as well. But, you know, he's more of the lightning type of guy. Kevin Riley could be the thunder. So if you can get both of those guys in this class with Wheatley Humphrey already committed, and if Miami can make a move here for Kevin Riley, these two backs, Wheatley Humphrey and Riley, could complement each other so well. And if Miami can pull that off, that would be two straight years where you get an amazing running back combo because Mark Fletcher and Christopher Johnson, thunder and lightning complement one another to the T. And if you can kind of do that again here with Kevin Riley and Chris Wheatley Humphrey, a plus plus 
for Miami's running back recruiting if you can get that done. Uh, so we've got a handful of other visitors this weekend who haven't been trending as much towards Miami, but I want to talk about where Miami stands with the likes of Elias Rudolph, uh, Jaden Jackson from IMG Academy, a new visitor added to the list, German Moritz Schmoranzer, an offensive tackle who now plays in Roanoke, Virginia. And there are a couple of players who were listed as official visitors this weekend who will no longer be visiting. So you can cross a couple of players off that list. We will explain. And guys, bottom line is we're only getting started. Also on this episode, we're going to talk about why Mike Farrell from Mike Farrell Sports believes the Miami Hurricanes are a sleeping giant. Now, is this one of those things where the national media is trying to put too much pressure on Miami to try to set them up to fail? That happens sometimes. We will talk about that more all on this episode of Locked on Canes. Once again, folks, I got my bird dog shorts on. I've been wearing them pretty much every day, especially in summer in South Florida. You want that stretch. You want your legs to breathe. And bird dogs make you look good. My legs look fantastic in these bird dog stretch khaki shorts. They're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg and give you a truly sculpted look. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. They fit way better also than those regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix that issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but it stretches. So you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric, which we all need down here in these Florida summers, humid, all that stuff. It keeps you cool and dry all day long. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. This thing is fantastic as well. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college and you can get a free Yeti style tumbler. You don't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. And if you want to take your everyday or experience to the next level, especially during recruiting season, you want to join our exclusive SMS texting service through subtext. I'm including a link in the show description below so you can sign up for our community. You get SMS texts directly to your phone from my phone. All the messages come directly from me. I do one-on-ones with you guys if you want to chat with me. Uh, to the entire group, I send out recruiting updates. I bounce show ideas off of you guys, and I send you guys show previews before the shows come out, breaking news whenever it happens, all that good stuff. We give you a lot of added value on there. So it's completely free for the first 14 days. If you want to try it out risk-free, sign up in the link in the show description below. And then if you want to opt in after those 14 days, it's $4.99 a month. We give you a lot of added value on there. So check it out if you want to take your everyday or experience to the next level here on Locked on Canes. So in addition to five-star defensive tackle Justin Scott, four-star running back Kevin Riley, uh, Miami will also be receiving, um, you know, unless there's some kind of a change here. Because I, I, I don't know. I'm not convinced that Miami really has much of a shot with this player. We'll see if maybe he has a great visit and they can turn things around. But Elias Rudolph, four-star edge rusher out of Deerfield Beach, by the way, of Cincinnati, Ohio, because he he was living in Cincinnati. He just moved down to Florida and is going to play his senior season at Deerfield. Um, this young man is oozing with talent. And, you know, Jason Taylor and Alex Mirabal 
were out uh, a few weeks ago in Palm Beach watching him play at an event out there. And, and they gave him he got a very recent offer from Miami. But he's been trending towards the Big Ten, Elias Rudolph. He used to live in Big Ten country up there in Ohio. Um, he recently made uh, I believe he recently made a visit to Michigan because he was crystal balled to Michigan recently. So seems like Miami has a lot of ground to make up there. And obviously the Hurricanes have so many irons in the fire with pass rushers, some of the best in the country. Uh, yeah, I think Elias Rudolph, he's a take, like he's a really good player. I just, I, I think Miami is behind some others, especially Michigan and his recruitment. So we'll see if they can change the narrative there. Um, here's a player that I, I really, really like who's visiting this weekend out of IMG Academy. And it's funny because there's so much talent at the line of scrimmage at IMG Academy that, that some players probably don't get as much hype as they deserve. And one of those is Jaden Jackson. This is a bona fide stud, four-star defensive lineman out of IMG. So my colleague and resident scout, Brian Smith, he watched uh, Jaden a few weeks ago at the IMG Academy spring game and was absolutely raving about this player who's, you know, he's in that 300 pound range, 295, six foot two, um, Brian Smith talked about his sheer power, but also noted he's got the quickness to go along with that. And what makes Jackson extra special, and this is something, you know, I'm glad I, I can lean on people like Brian Smith and Larry Bluestein who go out and watch a lot of these games and don't, you know, because a lot of people out there can look at somebody's huddle reel, which is usually like four or five minutes long. You get the best plays they made last season and you, you draw conclusions about a player. It's different to actually go out and watch them play in a real game situation because if you really watch a specific player, you can see how seriously they take every rep, right? Because, you know, the reps that they win are the ones that go on the YouTube highlights and the huddle reels. You don't usually see the reps where they don't win. But in the case of Jaden Jackson, something that makes him extra special is the fact that he takes every rep seriously. That's what I'm told, that this young man never takes a play off. And I love that. So Miami is in his top five uh, with Ohio State, Florida, Oklahoma, and Texas. So that's a pretty tough list there. Uh, he is coming off of a visit to Ohio State last weekend. He was in Florida the week before. And the Buckeyes are considered a pretty strong trending favorite for him, according to On3. So we'll see if Miami can flip the script there. I also I, I do want to send out a caution because some people will – pull up a player's on three profile to say, oh, he's trending, you know, 70% to Georgia or, or so we don't have a chance with this guy. We, we, we're only like 10% to this guy. Um, those, those trending percentages are far from an exact science. Sometimes they're a little bit out of date. Uh, so, you know, you don't want to use those as gospel, but it, you know, kind of gives you a snapshot of, of what the experts think about a certain player. So we'll see if Miami can really nail the visit coming up this weekend with Jaden Jackson. Now, here's a player who, um, full disclosure, I didn't know who this young man was up until a couple of days ago. I am now all in on Schmo. <laughs> That's what they call him. So he's originally from Germany, Moritz Schmoranzer. He's a three-star offensive lineman. Uh, he now plays uh, and lives in Roanoke, Virginia. That's where he played high school. Moritz Schmoranzer. Miami offered this player just four days ago, okay? He grew up in Nuremberg, Germany, uh, before moving to the States recently, uh, and he's got an interesting story. So 
Schmo, as they call him, when he first started playing American football, he started playing American football in Germany because, you know, I, I think people sometimes underestimate that. Yeah, people in Europe, sometimes they do play football. They have, you know, football teams and camps over there. Uh, within a couple of years, he went from a 180 pound wide receiver to a now 280 plus pound offensive lineman. I think he's listed around 282 or 285. Very athletic, upside through the freaking roof. I think this is one of those players that Alex Mirabal and Mario Cristobal look at and say, okay, obviously, you know, growing up in Europe and getting into American football a little bit later in life there's a lot of untapped potential there this guy has the bend the athleticism he's got the body he's got the work ethic to really take his game to the next level this is someone Miami recently identified as a player that they covet um and so you know according to on three before Miami made him his offer within the last four days he was down to Virginia Tech or Wake Forest so it's been a very ACC-heavy recruitment for him, living in Roanoke, Virginia, which makes sense. But then Miami offered him, and so now Miami is firmly in the mix. And I, I watched some of Schmo's tape this morning. He lines up at right tackle in high school. He's got impressive range and quickness, and this dude blocks with nastiness, okay? So for any Miami fan, if you can pull up, you know, if you guys want to find it for yourselves, the huddle reel for Moritz, M-O-R-I-T-Z, Schmoranzer. Um, you'll have to figure out how to spell that for yourselves. Uh, it's, it's a crazy. Yes, listen, I'm from Germany. I'm from Nuremberg. I get to the chopper. I want to block a lot of defensive linemen. Yes. So I, I would love to get this guy on the canes. I think there's a ton of upside there. But if you're able to pull up some of his tape and watch Schmo, this dude blocks with a nastiness. I, I really enjoy the attitude that he brings to the table. So that is another one visiting this weekend. Um, so I want to talk when we come back about a couple of the most important and talented wide receivers in the South Florida area. What's going on with five-star Ohio State verbal commit Jeremiah Smith from Chaminade? And what's going on with his teammate, another five-star receiver, JoJo Trader? We have the latest updates on both. Plus, why is Miami being called a sleeping giant in college football? You're going to want to keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. And for the everydayers, you guys know we're coming at you five, six, sometimes seven days a week with the latest recruiting info, Miami Hurricanes analysis, and some of the best guests. I mean, within the last two weeks, we had, uh, you know, my UM Sports Hall of Famer, um, multiple-time Pro Bowl linebacker Jesse Armstead on last week. We had another UM Sports Hall of Famer, another multiple-time Pro Bowler, UM legend right tackle Leon Searcy joined us a couple of days ago, and I, I think we're going to have another former player on next week. We just had Malik Rozier, former Miami Hurricanes QB1 on yesterday, so you know we're always bringing you guys the, good, bringing you guys the goods here on Locked on Canes. Oh, and I mentioned, by the way, talking about the official visits – uh, there are a couple of players. If you go on like the 24-7 sports official visitor list for this weekend, I think these names are still on there, but they're not coming. OK, uh, USC verbal commit Dakota Fields uh, is not coming. Um, I, I think what happened is USC basically and he's committed there verbally, but they basically told him like, hey, 
if you keep taking these visits other places, I don't know if we're going to guarantee you your spot. So he, he has canceled his Miami OV. And then another California kid uncommitted, but four-star defensive lineman Jericho Johnson uh, is not coming this week. I like him a lot. Now, he's not committed anywhere. So I, I don't know if there's a chance they're maybe rescheduling that or maybe he'll come in the fall because I, I, I can understand the Dakota Fields thing. Like USC is cranking up the pressure. They don't want him visiting other places, but I don't really understand what happened uh, with Jericho. Maybe, maybe we'll get more information on that because I, I would love to see him maybe reschedule that visit for another time. But Here's the latest on a couple of important Shamanad Madonna wide receivers. They have two five-star receivers. Uh, here's the one that's uncommitted. JoJo Trader. JoJo, he admitted this weekend it's very likely he's going to end up playing in the state of Florida in college. So he's not, you know, he's not trending to Ohio State like his teammate or, or somewhere outside the state. So will it be for JoJo Trader? Will it be Miami, Florida, or Florida State? And in recent weeks, a lot of the trends have been pulling him a little bit towards Florida State. Uh, and prior to that, he had long been considered a Miami lean. I still, uh, and this is really going to depend on how things play out during the season, but I, I still would consider in my mind, uh, based on everybody that I talked to, I still consider JoJo Trader to more than likely end up a Miami Hurricane, but they're not out of the woods on this one yet. Like I expect Trader to probably OV to Miami this fall. Uh, but if Miami wants to actually land him, their offense has to shine this year because this, this play and a lot of South Florida based players, they take their recruitment, you know, later, you know, more towards national signing day. That could be the case for Trader, right? A, a lot of the out of state guys will announce verbal commitments in the summer. A lot of the South Florida kids are going to wait till later in the process. So if Miami really wants to have a chance to seal the deal with JoJo, your offense has to score points. Your passing game has to shine. There's a lot of pressure on Shannon Dawson's offense to perform this year. The same can absolutely be said for Jeremiah Smith. Now, more than likely, Jeremiah Smith ends up sticking with Ohio State unless Miami really, really, really dominates this year on offense and gives him something to think about. You know, Smith has been, for the past couple of months, verbally committed to Ohio State. He loves Brian Hartline. He seems enamored with that whole Buckeye thing that they have going on up there. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's been through a winter there. Like, can someone can someone remind Jeremiah Smith that winter sucks? <laughs> like, please. I mean, JoJo seems to understand that because he says it's going to be Miami, Florida, Florida State. I guess nobody told Jeremiah Smith about winter. Can someone please send him a memo that, you know, Having to uh, yeah, to shovel snow and wear heavy jackets. Uh, there's a reason why so many of us choose to live in the state of Florida and choose not to live in a place like Ohio. But that's neither here nor there, I guess. So for Jeremiah Smith, you know, Miami is not going to stop recruiting him until the bitter end. He is actually making an official visit to Miami on June 22nd. It's a one-day OV. It's a one-day OV midweek. I don't love that, okay? You know, oftentimes when you do a one-day OV in the middle of the week, um, I hope I'm wrong, but that sometimes sounds like kind of a throwaway visit and it's like a courtesy. I, At the same time, though, it's up to Miami to seize the opportunity and make that one-day OV the best 24 hours of this kid's life to this point. You know, you prefer when you have the full, you know, 48-plus-hour official visit. That's ideal, 
But in the case of Jeremiah Smith, you take what you can get, right? If that's what he's offering you, I'll be there for one day. And also, you know, to Miami's advantage, to be fair, um, he's going to be the only player visiting on June 22nd. So they can give him the full presentation. They can present him with, you know, the type of three-year plan that they presented to Colin Simmons that impressed him and his family so much. Have something like that ready for Jeremiah Smith and take advantage of that one-day opportunity that you're getting. But same thing that I said for JoJo Trader, I'll say for Jeremiah Smith, especially with Smith being an Ohio State commit. If you're going to try to flip this guy, that will not happen uh, until probably after the season anyway. So your only chance to get this done is to win and score points this year. So pressure is on for Shannon Dawson's offense this year. Uh, a couple of other notes, uh, one other note on recruiting. I get the sense that Miami really, really wants to try and close this summer uh, on a verbal commit from James Nesta, the four-star linebacker who we're big fans of here. He visited Miami in the first weekend in June. Uh, so Derek Nicholson, Lance Guidry, they see James Nesta as a player who checks off every box for that defense. Now, Miami is battling North Carolina, his home state team, and Oklahoma for him. This is one of those where if you if you go by the on three trends, on three actually has North Carolina favored over Miami. I don't see it that way. I, I think Miami has at least a slight edge over UNC and Oklahoma for Nesta, if not a major edge. But, you know, we'll see. You still have to beat out those other two. This is someone that Miami really likes. Uh, I found this interesting. I was reading this on MikeFarrellSports.com, who's a pretty good national college football guy, and he's pretty fair to Miami. Mike Farrell is not one of those guys who likes to troll and like gaslight Miami fans. He's usually pretty fair. So Mike Farrell considers Miami along with Texas to be sleeping giants of football programs. When I first saw that headline of Miami being a sleeping giant, I thought maybe this is one of those things where a national guy wants to say, hey, look, Miami probably should win 10 or 11 games this year and if they don't we need to all laugh at them and make fun of them because a lot of times the national people they want to try to set Miami up for failure just to fit their narrative I don't think that's what's happening here because honestly you know I think just looking at this coming season 2023 Miami's got a tough schedule I hope they can win 10 11 12 games but even if they don't it may not necessarily reflect how much the team is improving right, that that may not be reflected as much in the wins and losses as some people might think with the schedule this year. But if you talk about Miami long-term with the depth that the Hurricanes are building with their recruiting classes, 2023, and I think 2024 is going to be a really good one as well, with all that they've added in the transfer portal, including a lot of the players they added in the portal have multiple years of eligibility left, so they're kind of like new recruits in themselves. Uh completely transforming the roster 41 different scholarship players from a year ago so the roster has been overhauled I can understand the argument that if not necessarily for this coming season but over the next few years why you would call Miami a sleeping giant here's what Mike Farrell said about the Canes he said Miami is another historically good program whose success seems to come in spurts they did really well in the 80s and into the early 2000s, but why not the 2020s, he said. They are another school with tons of money, and they might have the best location to attract kids. No kidding. Mario Cristobal, he says, is a great recruiter and has already shown he can recruit well in South Florida. Many more kids want to stay home and play for the Hurricanes. Like Texas, he says, Miami needs it to translate to the field. 
Another thing I would like to see from them is their own stadium where you know, they don't have to share it. And I know there, there's been a lot of talk because USF just had plans for their own stadium approved so they won't have to play at Raymond James anymore. So that's got a lot of Miami fans are like, oh, USF is getting their stadium. What about Miami? I think that's still an uphill climb. I know you've seen John Ruiz, uh, you know, put out some, you know, some graphics and architectural designs. Um, you know, he wrote a tweet the other day basically mentioning, hey, like that lease at Hard Rock Stadium has a lot longer to go. So I think he he might be hinting there that, hey, we're, we're definitely looking at in the future having Miami's own stadium, but it might take a while. So I think you might just have to make do with Hard Rock for a little bit longer, if not several more years. But at the same time, folks, this is one of those things. He mentioned Mario Cristobal is a great recruiter who can recruit nationally, but he's also got a lot of experience and connections with the local high schools. I just talked about it with JoJo Trader, Jeremiah Smith. A lot of these top local players, they're looking for reasons to stay, right? They've got all the reasons to leave. When programs like Ohio State and Alabama national powerhouses are offering them opportunities to win national championships, a lot of these top players are being tempted to leave the area they're looking for reasons to stay. Miami needs to show progress on the field. They've got to win. And for these top wide receivers, especially, you have to actually go vertical and show them that the passing game is going to be a factor again. Because last year, the passing game was not a factor, nor was the running game, nor was the blocking, nor was the point scoring. The punting was really good last year. Not much else was very good about Miami's offense last year. So, you're going to have to give these players reasons to stay home. So I agree with all the talent in the area, uh, with all of suddenly all the resources and facilities Miami has to offer and with a coach who loves to recruit and does it at a high level. I can agree. Miami is a sleeping giant. Can we wake them up? Can we wake them up? All right, folks, that'll do it for this episode. Be sure if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button, hit the thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. If you're listening to the audio version and you can get us folks, we're everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, Google Pods. You can't avoid Locked on Canes. We are on every platform. So make sure you subscribe, leave us a five-star review, and we will talk to you next time on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.